0: in Matthew 25, and I'm going to wind up in your watermelon tank. Tonight, I want to say this. We've got a lot of people who would like to do a lot of things, and they're honest in it. I believe that. we got to move this, if you don't mind. Set that thing back over there, because I don't want it in my way. That uh, Mike, if you don't mind. Yeah, there you go. And uh, in Matthew 25, listen, we got a lot of people, I mean some people, don't intend to do nothing. Some and people never plan to do nothing. They're not going to make no resolution because so they know they're not going to do nothing. They done made up their minds to it, and I'm not too sure God ain't sealed them. But I believe with all my heart that I face people in this church every time I preach that want to be something for God that wants to do something for God, wants to go somewhere for God. I believe that. And I didn't know it the other night, but I was preaching, uh, trying to challenge people to go out on the field, that God called you full time not to be afraid to go. And I remember I emphasized it one night for a few minutes, and I didn't know who the Lord was really dealing with or talking to. So after the service, and I believe it was Miss Miller's brother, Arnold Phillips, was sitting on the front bench. And he said, You shut your finger under my nose the whole hour you preached. He said, Get on out there if God told you to go. And uh, he's got them deal with him about going down to Matt Ford's big farm. Uh, he can do anything with his hands like carpenter or, uh, or he can build a... Children, he can do anything about and equipment, repairing machinery, and he knows how to raise crops and cattle and chickens, and um, God could take a man like that and a bunch of these juvenile delinquencies and, and uh, save dope addicts and things, get them boys down there, make enough money on that farm to pay for both, both children's homes, getting their right. Now, you say, preacher, boy, I bet he's figuring on making a lot of money. Ah, uh, you think uh, that's all you think about. <laughs> He's making money. He's thinking about getting in God's will. Uh, so he'll have something in heaven. He ain't considering any money at all. He's going down there to work for God. And he said, I've already made up my mind. I'm going. When God gets ready to go, I'm going. Like, he said, I just don't want to mess nothing up at home. said, I promised my dad certain things. And don't want to break my promises. And uh, so uh, don't forget now that... Uh, God wants you to do something. Do it before I get too far in this message. I want to meet you preachers tonight. And remember, your piggy banks has got to be in the next Sunday. And we got to have them in because that will pay for the sixth command to go over the whole land. That is the church's part. So we've got six. We think we've got six that able to go. Some can't go. Some don't want to go. Some said because of uh, uh, home circumstances, they feel it would be better to wait. Some. Uh, can't go, Brother Dale can't go, Brother Frank can't go, and we're going to have to get them over in the summertime, summer months, but uh, I think we've got six. I know Fines already sent in their $100 reservation, they're still trying to raise their money for the other 300 But uh, but uh, we, if we can get them piggy banks in here, we'll just about have enough to pay our half of all six of those young preachers that's thank god that's a good goal that we struck out to get and by your help and, and your cooperation you work on them piggy banks next week bring them in next sunday whether it's full or not and uh, we'll 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 get them over there that's what we we'll want to do all the pledge money's come in to about two hundred dollars and we got enough almost now to pay our part our hay of the six we like one preacher i think uh, about four hundred dollars and uh, if you'll play hard and, fill up them piggy banks will meet that goal and let's pray that these preacher boys will, will be able to raise some of them going to try to borrow their hats and things like that you pray for them now there's some says I, I just don't think i ought to go my circumstances i maybe i understand those things some people some of them says i, I think i'll wait and go this summer i understand them things and so we just want god's perfect will done and uh, if any of you the families that plan to go man and wife. You've got to get your money in this week. That is the reservation money, $100. And uh, then you have to get the other inside of another week. In other words, in two weeks, it all got to go up there uh, to the World tour. I, I, I hate to break my service there, but I forgot to make that announcement and about some preacher's meeting tonight, and I thought I'd better do it, lest it slip my mind. I thank God for the wonderful cooperation I had in some of the people that really got in that thing, huh? I had one blessed old boy come to me and give me a check for $400 and I'm going to sponsor one man over there. I said, I'm going to, I believe God will bless that man for that. I believe God will, that's the most unselfish move I, I've seen around here in a long time. I thank God for that. Now, yeah, and he didn't say which one. He didn't say, now I'm going to sponsor Jim or Joe Bill. He just said, I'm going to sponsor preachers. I'm going to help get one over there. I thank God. You know what I've done? I've done something I don't do about once, twice in a lifetime. I hugged him and kissed him. God bless his whole heart. Amen? All right. Now, I'm talking tonight on God's watermelon pack and the devil's tear cold, and I want you to know this there's a lot of people uh, believe it or not just because some of you stagnant that don't mean they are that they want to do something and they they see the need of doing something and they want to be a successful person they want to be used of God but you know what happens they let the devil put a tear and bless them back that they don't do what they'd like to do did you know that yes sir now what's god's watermelon pack? all right if you can hold your bible right there on matthew 25 and and turn over to the book of galatians i'll show you god's watermelon pack leave that on 25 matthew because we're going back to there and talk a little bit about the devil's fear clothes the devil's fear clothes now in the book of galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 the bible tells us that here is god's watermelon patch. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Boys, everybody needs to be able to love. You give me a church that'll love each other, and I'll hope any devil's crowd comes around. You give me a church that'll love each other, and we'll have unity of peace and power. You give me a church that'll love each other, and you can have a revival anytime you want to get together. You give me a, a church Brother, you give me a church that everybody loves each other, willing to forgive each other and help each other, and I'll show you that you can move mountains for God. You can do it. You can do it. And when a church gets together like that, God's ready to bat. One of them watermelons is love. We need that watermelon, brother. You need that watermelon. Brother, it takes the grace of God. It takes the spirit of God. It takes the power of God. That we love one another. The one of them is love. The other is joy. Who don't want to be happy? Who don't want to be in the cold all the time? And you say, well, you can't be in there all the time you are dead wrong. Brother, you're dead wrong. I know people in jail and they're happy, they're saved and in the will of God and in Canaan land. I know people in the hospital that's not expected to live, yet they have a great joy and peace in their soul here in God's watermelon patch, facing death row. Did you know that? You can have these watermelons anytime you get fixed for them. That's right. Joy and peace. Who who would like to have peace? You said that the Lord said there'd be no peace. Not for the world, not for a nation, but there'll be peace for every, every personal man or woman, ever one man or ever one woman that'll meet God's condition and be filled with the Spirit. You'll have love and joy, and thank God you'll have a peace that the world don't know nothing about that they can't take away from you. Even in the eye of death, in the eye of persecution, in the eye of martyrs, in the hour when everything the world crumbles on you. If you are filled with the Holy... Look at the martyrs that died in the 15th century. They couldn't hardly kill them. They were so filled with the Spirit that set the faggots on fire and God's fire come down and the flame wouldn't even burn. They'd stick them with knives and the blood would put out the fire. And some of them, when they thought they were killing them and thought they were burning, they would hang on the pole while their flesh fly and sing the songs of Zion like amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved the rest my What can do that? Nothing but the grace of God can do. That's all it can do. Preach, I'd love to have that. Well, you're going to have to quit letting them goes run you <laughs> off. Love and joy and peace. And he said, long-suffering. You can't get along with the church. You can't win souls, you can't restore brethren, you can't fill up butchers and places, bring them banks full of church, unless you're wrong, You've got to be willing to wait on God, keep on knocking, and keep on praying, and thank God keep on working. Let's share love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Somebody said, Pray for my faith. Get filled with the Holy Spirit. Run them devilish scarecrows out of the watermelon patch and grab you up upper big one and then take off. Amen? What are the preachers? Well, you look out in God's watermelon patch, you'll see that old striped watermelon of victory. Get him under your arm. Pay no attention to the scarecrow and get going. Amen? You look out, you see that old cannonball melon of God's power that you need to fight off the devil to win souls, to stand up for God. Get that old cannonball under your arm and take off, brother. Don't pay no attention to the scarecrow. Amen? The devil puts out scarecrow, happiness, and success. Why, who is it don't want to be successful? Brother, if a preacher don't want to be successful in his ministry, he's trapped in order to get right with God. Everybody, and I'm not wanting to be popular. And I'm not going to be noticed, and I know I won't be by the world. I'll be hated, but I want to be successful from God's standpoint. I want to have power and peace, and I want to be able to help my brother and help my sister. I want to be successful spiritually for God, amen. All right. Now you listen to me. Here's these watermelons. Look at that cat. Look out in the laying there grinning at you. Can take me. Take me. Take me. Amen. And the old scarecrow said, "I'll get you! Move. I'll get you! I'll get you!" Don't pay no attention to that, my goodness, alive! The devil just got the code. You know what? A, I better stop here. A lot of you folks never been to the country, don't know what a scarecrow is. But you know a scarecrow, you take a, an old coat, a pair of pants, and, and something else, and, and um stuff it full of straw and you will have about what the half for this crowd is every Sunday morning Sunday school sitting on the bank full of
1: nothing.
0: You hang them out in the field you put them up on a stick and the birds see them it would peck the watermelons and the crows that would get the watermelons and the things that would bother the pack they see it and think it's a man standing there. I look out here sometimes think I've got a hundred men when a child I find out I didn't have but a few men most of them was mine. I just thought I thought some men I saw something look like a man. Amen? I'm telling you the truth. Amen? God didn't expect you to be a little old invalid after you got saved. He wants you to be a powerhouse for Him. He wants every one of us to be used for Him. Now, everybody won't preach. Everybody won't pain, Everybody won't teach, Everybody won't uh, run a bus. But brother, we're like a body. Some's going to be the finger. Some's going to be the eye. Some's going to be the nose. Some's going to be the ear. But it takes the body to make it up. And God wants you. I'd hate to have a good body and a bad ear. I'd hate to have a, a good body and a bad nose. I'd hate to have a good body and, 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 and any part of it. I'd want a good, sound body. God wants a good body sound body. And we are his body. And listen to me tonight, my friend. Brother, the, I believe there's a lot of it. would love to have these watermelons. Your mouth is watering now for the watermelon of peace or the watermelon of victory or the watermelon of success. And the, old, and the only thing that stops you, you don't realize it. you old never suck up a scarecrow, And you got scared uh, and you got weak knees. You got crumbed, flimmy frank. You know what I mean? You just can't hardly make it, you know. You just scared to death. Amen. Just scared to death, yeah? And just oh me, <laughs> down you go. Here comes here comes a little persecution. Oh my God. Oh get up, son. You'll be all right. Just start walking. Oh, you just can't hardly make it. Amen. Now that's that's the way somebody look before God, you know that's the truth, little old twin planet. Here comes a little per- persecution oh, and oh my God, I can't take it. Oh my goodness. Take your big step, bud, and go on. Amen. Now, now, God can, God can put some muscles in that leg. Did you know? But we got a lot of slim brannies around. They can't do nothing. They can't hardly walk. You gotta help them go along. And they gotta take little bitty steps, you know, kind of dragged along some <laughs> best Bless God, he wants you to stretch them legs out. Amen. Get going. You know what I'm talking about. Don't you? Amen. Now we got a lot. That's how you look before God. You take a good look, brother, because that's the way you look. He don't want no flemmes. Last God he wants some men. He wants some women. That's good, ain't it, gold? Amen. Best God. That's right, that's right. Amen. Yes,
1: amen.
0: Poor little thing, yes. Puts me in the mind puts me in mind of somebody coming in on Sunday morning. Yeah. You don't know how I had all this time this week. My God. Oh, come on up there, boy. Well, I'll be all right. Yeah, but you know it's so hard to go. Just can't, I go take a big step once a while, but then I get to take them little again, you know, just can't the make it. And then down I go, little friend flammies, God wants some men, and he wants some women, boys and girls, that'll get filled with the Spirit of God. Now, you see how you look? Well, it is. That's right. Now, you listen to me, folks. God wants us to grow up, not be a scared if every little thing comes along.
1: Amen. That's right.
0: He wants us to be mean. He wants us to be strong in the Lord. He said, be strong in the Lord. He puts out the scarecrows. One of them he puts out, he puts out our little Oh, I'm so little mean. I just can't hardly do anything like the ten spies that went over and looked over Canaan and come back and said, we went over there and looked and said, you know, there's giants over there. And said, my God, said, them things are big and strong. Said, we look like a bunch of grasshoppers beside us. Caleb said, food. Said, God's going to feed us on grasshoppers. We're going to make food out of them and eat them. What's the difference? One man believed God, wasn't afraid of spirit code, and the other bunch was a bunch of finished families That's what they were. Amen? Little. Little. Then there's some, as I said a moment ago, they start to do something for God. They look out in God's watermelon pack, and they say, I want that watermelon of success. I want that cannonball of, of power, and I'm going to give it. And by the time the devil tips on the and he runs back. Oh, I, I get, I get persecuted if I go out there. I know you will, bless God. I know if you get getting God's watermelon patch, you're going to get persecuted. Sure, you're going to get. It. Every man's ever got in it got persecuted, but he's still so glad he went. But God will take care of you. You know, I told you the other day about the Hebrew children. The Bible said uh, they, wait, they went out and got watermelon patch. They said, we're going to pray. We're not going to bow down to nothing but God. I don't care how many hearts to two, how many horns you blow. I'm not going to bow down to God, but to their God. Nobody but our God. And the king said, you will. I'll well, throw you in the furnace. And brother, they throwed them in the her- furnace, and he did it seven times hotter than it ever be. <laughs> and bless God, the old king looked in there, and they is the doing. He looked in there. He didn't see three. He saw four in there walking around. Bible says they're in there walking around. Walking around in there. Walking around to stay warm. <laughs> bless God in the box. It's cold in there. Today. <laughs> God put them on mass asbestos too. You don't believe God can do that in the time of persecution? Well, I know one time I had a trio. We'd called on to sing all over the country. That's right. We sing as much as the causes and singing now more. And uh, we'd go out and sing. A lot of times we didn't even have no preaching or no nothing else. Just go to sing and testify. Sinners start getting saved. But you know we got to do a little good and the devil said i got to put up a steer code mrs turner had to put it out so voice i've ever heard and uh, but you know she was weak and you know how they start tales they start tales persecution with a long tongue they begin to tell it that her and i were having a fast you know having a fast <laughs> And, and said, you know, I hung around her apartment uh, when her husband wanted home. Well, everybody at know knows that's the of a big lie. I've told. Everybody knew that I never went there unless he was there. And besides that, she had three almost grown children. It'd be kind of hard to carry on a love affair in a two-room house, bless God, uh, with three young'uns running around. You would And her a lot older than you, old enough be a mother, Amen. Now come on, but you say the devils cry to believe anybody. and they begin to tell that. And you know what, Mister, I went up there one day, and Mal was trying comforting joy and he was trying to. He said, "Now, he said, now listen, listen, don't do cry like that." And I, went, I said, "What in the world's wrong with you?" Jesus said, well, I think here we are doing our best for God, working every night for nothing, going up windfalls for God, and the thanks I get because they accused me of being a harlot. I said, well, what are you crying about? I said, God said when they persecute you falsely, uh, he said, regret and did at that. He said, go oh, harder God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And fall away. Amen. Now I said falsely, not truthfully. I truthfully, you better go go but you see, we've got a lot of people, they go to do something, they get a little persecution. Somebody says a little something about them. Something comes through the grapevine. <laughs> or they look at them and they don't look like they like them. You ever hear anybody say that? They look over across the church and see somebody and said, I know she don't like me. How do you know? I can tell the way she looked at me. You're nice man, you ought to get your job as a psychic, or uh, EPS or APO or something like that. Uh, You've got all that spiritual insight. Yeah, I know she hates me. What'd she do to you? i can tell her way she looks at me when I get up there. Boy, you'd make a good detective. Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. Don't look at me, Blink. I'm telling you what's right. Somebody said the other day to me, come out in the yard, said, hey, Said, so how come Mondale paint eyeballs me all the time? I said, he don't eyeball, he's bald headed. He got head. he oh, no he eyeballs me. I said, he don't know you. Oh, yes, he asked it out. And he said, that's not all. How come Roger Miller eyeballs me all the time? I said, you must just have that in your mind. Now, Frank D. Hart, you know I'm not lying because you're standing there. Now he wasn't a Frank. Frank ain't got no chips on his show. Frank's a pretty good old boy, I just ain't much demand for old boy. But listen, to me. And I said, Listen, that's all in your head, brother. He said, Oh, it ain't said, I don't know what the eyeball in they fire. He didn't let the kid out of the bag. I won't tell the rest of it, but you'll be surprised how many people the devil just hopped on their shoulder and said, Bill don't like you. And you believe. You believe. Right, so are you with them? There's a lot of you with. You and your wife, you, you don't know a thing about what your husband's done or outdone or somewhere, and all of a sudden you can look at him and say, I know where you've been. Amen. Yeah. Hey I know where you're doing. How do you know? Well, I just look at some things. That's got yeah. you a smart dentist. You know what you've done? There's a, there's a little demon hopped up on your shoulder. Right. Amen. little old demon. Oh, that God. We're going to tap NBS directly. Now, that wall wasn't stuck up. I was just dragging my feet. I'm getting tired. I've had the flu this week, preached every night, drove all around the country, and I'm getting tired. And if it comes that snow you're talking about, and you ring my bell or I'll ring my phone for 1 o'clock in the morning, I'll shoot you dead. I'm tired. I'm tired. Well, I'll tell you right now, I didn't use it for excuse and stay at home tonight. And I didn't call on one of my 15 preachers neither. Amen. Now, you said preacher. Now, I'm trying to tell you what goes on. You've got to watch that thing, boy. The devil sets up your and starts little hells of burning in home. That's yes, sir. Hop open on the shoulders. And tell you something and you believe it. The Bible said you're not supposed to accept anything for truth unless it's been established by two or more faithful witnesses. Amen? Amen? All right, then why don't you practice that? Why don't you do something about it And stop believing everything the devil hits on your shoulder and tells you about your wife, about your husband, or something else, about the church, about your pastor. Man, that's a good preaching I am doing. I say, old Lackey and Roger didn't do much better than that. The last week, did they? I tell you right now, I'm learning. Now listen, but the devil. You look out in God's, you look out in God's watermelon patch, and you see that big old stripe and watermelon of victory, and you make for victory. And that old scarecrow, if the devil pops up there, you back off. You can't do it. You start a Sunday school play, and the devil puts up a little old call and says, you're handicapped. And you back off. But you see, what the devil didn't tell you is that God would tell you that most of the time, he'll take a handicap and make a promotion out of it. Little shorty Grinnell has the handicap of being a midget, but he's found out he can use it to get the kids around him. And lead them to Jesus. Ha ha ha! She said something. Fanny Cosby went blind. And at her early age. And she found out that because she was blind. That God's people. I mean, people's hearts could be moved. Uh, That'll be better than if she had them open. And she used her blinded handicap to win more souls of God than most creatures ever won. Handicaps. God can reverse the handicap. Somebody said, I'm happy. No, the devil put up a steer coal in front of you. Paul had a thorn in the flesh. I'm satisfied as to what it was. You believe what you want to. I believe he had eye trouble. I got reason to believe he didn't just guess at it and didn't look at him and tell it. I'd read the Bible and there's evidence. By the way, he wrote some of his letters. And by the people said, when they loved him, said you would have pulled eye out and give it to me. As evidence he needed an eye, but it didn't stop him. Jails couldn't stop him. Pharisees couldn't stop him. The devil couldn't stop him. Brother, he was handicapped, but he had run through a jailhouse and come through the other side with the jail gate under one eye and a convert under the other. He got his watermelon, amen. Hey, devil, I'm going to get in this watermelon patch but he's got a start to run after you get him. Get as far away from the devil as you can. I know one night a bunch of us boys, before our saved, I know I don't encourage yet, and it's just as wrong for to stole the Cadillac car, but we got the man's watermelon patch. But I was, wrong about that time, we thought it wasn't a sin to steal watermelons. That was fun. But you know, <laughs> Somebody told me I just must be if I stole the horse and that's right. We went in this man's watermelon taxes. We like to steal his because he was a schoolteacher. You know, little children like to if they don't like the grades they get, whether they earn them or didn't earn them, or they don't like the discipline they get, whether they deserve it or didn't get it, they want to do something to the teacher. Hey man, you do, you ain't fooling me. I don't want your pad. Well, you—I know you claim you want people think you got wings going on you, but I know what to look for them little horns out now. I know what's inside you. Hey, man, that's it. But <laughs> brother, we got that man's watermelon, pack, and you know the little boys he had happened to be around. We didn't pay no attention to them. We planned that one night, and they heard it. They had a big old bulldog. I mean, a big old bulldog. And they hid up there, the up inside that watermelon. Pack, he did that bulldog and turned him loose, helped him till we got in the patch, and then we got us a watermelon. I had one under each arm, but you know I felt just as right-footed as the Indian, brother. I looked around and I heard something go, and that brother come out of that with Business on his mind, brother. I went out and you all know what a terrorist is in a field, a terrorist. It goes up like this, raining, and then it drops off just like this. And it's just like that. And I had them watermelons, and boy, I, I missed second and third and dropped in high. Well, I shot down that uh, watermelon rolled through them vines. I was a tiptoeing through the tube. I was a flying, and when I got down bad, guys, when I run off of that elevated place, I just kept running in there. That's the truth. And all of a sudden I realized I was just spinning my wheels and I lit so to get a new horse and down. And I never did know what's come of my watermelon. <laughs> but I kept my eye on that bulldog. Man. All right, now you listen to me. Handicapped. Brother, handicapped. The devil put scarecrows out to keep you out of a watermelon pack. Look out there and see that old big watermelon. A peace. You say, I've got troubles. Oh, i like to have some peace. no the old devil just slaps up the steer cold and you back off. Sure it does. He keeps you out of his watermelon pouch. And then there's circumstances. You know, you start to do something for God, or get one of them watermelons that he's got out there that he wants you to have, and you know the devil will slap up the steer cold of circumstances. He will. He'll put up the steer of circumstances, and he'll say, now, you see? That under your circumstances, you just can't do this. They'll tell you, you. Under your circumstances, in the business you're in, you can't witness for Christ alone. Somebody in the and somebody else will say that in the job that you got, you can't. You down there at that place where you work, you under the circumstances, you can't do nothing to God alone. What about Joseph? Huh. Joseph had some pretty peculiar circumstances. His own mother sold him as a slave in the Egypt bombing. He went among the strangers, but he still kept his testimony. They knew he was a son of God, a child of God. Then that woman betrayed him and lied on him and caused her husband to be deceived, accused him of something he didn't do, and thrown him in jail. That's pretty tough circumstance. But he still kept on doing
1: right.
0: Kept on loving God and serving God. Kept on witnessing for God. Got the confidence of the butler and the baker. The Bible said he did anyway. And brother, he began, God began to show him things and dreams. God didn't, didn't have his precious word as we have it now. He dealt in visions and dreams anyway. won't say it, but he's got the word now, the complete finished word. And you don't need no Revised Version to pop it up. You don't need no Greek, or Greek lexicon to pop it up. You don't need any Hebrew to pop it up. You just learn how to use King James. And honey, you can take a sixth grade education and run ring around 90% of seminary students. Amen. Go off and get your next you ain't kept you go off the backside and live like a devil, too. Tell you what to do. Brother, if you're saved and living for God, that education's good. Get it. But if you ain't, you better forget your education and get saved, but you better do. And then learn all you can, can all you get. Do what God tells you to do, whether well, it's here or yonder. Amen? That's right. All right now notice Joseph got betrayed by his brethren, and he got uh, betrayed by his friends, and he got into the prison and helped them to get out, and then they forgot him when they got out, but yet, he didn't forget he's a Christian, and in spite of all of his circumstances, now if you got any circumstances any worse than that, then shut up making make an excuse and won't do what God wants you to do then. Stop letting them scarecrows rough you ramp. And brother, this man of God became the best type of Jesus Christ in the Bible. He did. Circumstances. He didn't pay no attention to no scarecrow. You oughtn't to either. There's another scarecrow. When you go to do something for God, you know what the devil say? Too cautious. You can't afford to give this up. You can't afford to give that job up. You can't afford to give that television up. You can't afford to give up some pants. You can't afford to give 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 give, give. You, you say, it's too expensive. I can't afford to. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't afford not to do it. God said in John 12 24, He said, except the grain of corn fall in the ground. Unless it die, it a bite But it falls in the ground and dies, it's laid must much The first picture is Christ, the second one's a Christian. You've got to die. Die to what you want to do. Die to what this world offers you. Die to popularity. Die to persecution. Die to circumstance. And say, God said I could do it. And no scarecrow the devil is gonna stop me. Look out. Here it comes. Amen. The devil skirt Possibility of faith. Oh if I try that, I'm afraid I'll fail. Well best God, you're already a failure, what's the difference? You won't be no worse than your eye. You remember four four us were starving outside the city? One said, let's get in there. He said, the enemy's in there. They may kill us. He said, what difference? There's something to eat in there, and we're going to die anyhow. Here, let's go, bud. And on that step of faith, they went in there and found out the city was dirty, and they had more food than me and Larry did on this leftover of this revival. We went down the dining room. I never seen so much cake, pie, chicken, and gravy, and this, that, and the other. And I tried to get some of my friends to go in and help eat dinner with me. And my wife spread it out, warmed it up in their owl head biscuits and all that other that's so good every bit of it and I appreciate it, all that stuff. And I said, now there it is, lad, eat it up. He just looked at me and looked at me kind of pop-eyed and said, mm-hmm. he tried his best, but he didn't get it all down. Hey, Amen, done a good job though, that's all right. We had a lot of fellowship, first ship, and ship. Yes, sir. All right, possibilities of failure. You look at that, that old steer coal. you'll never do nothing to God. Until you fail in your own efforts, you'll never do nothing to God, no man. God wants you to do something. Go ahead and start it and say, God, this is your show. You run it. I'm just going to fit into the cause. and he'll use you. Amen. That's right. Possibility of failure. There's no such thing as failure if we do our best for God. No such thing. If you die trying, you never fail. Amen. Some of the greatest successes has ever been is men who started to do something and died in the effort for Jesus Christ. David Livingston died on his knees in Africa with a Bible in his hands and a map of Africa trying to win him to God, and they said he's a failure. He's a not so. He was a success. Amen. He opened the door to Africa nobody else has ever opened, and still the world talks about the man, not the world, the Christian world, I mean, that man that broke in Africa. David Livingston. David Barnard was a possibility of a failure because of his health. He had TV. That time they didn't have any a cure for it at all. And he went out to pray. He'd call in a hollow log on a rainy, cold day. And he'd pray in that hollow log all day. And sometimes he'd begin to bleed. And while he'd pray in, and in the extremity of prayer and compassionate prayer, they said he'd spray the leaves with blood. He died with 31 years of age upon him, but yet he was a missionary to the Indians that they talk about yet today. No such thing, as failure. You die in the attempt If you're doing the right thing, it's no failure. But the devil pops up the skiff, and you say, oh, I might not can do it. Yeah, but I'll give her a fifth time. All these creatures around there backed up like a bunch of... Beagle dogs after a pole cat. when I talked about the school. What? All of that money? Why, you can't do it. Who's got control of it? The gold on a hill, the cattle on the hill. I said, All right. All right. All right. But God, I'll do it myself. One chase, start a school talk to you. Why you don't realize the extent. Don't have to realize got big God. Amen. Listen, you don't have to have the education. Made a fool out of me like it did some of them. Don't none of
1: it.
0: Amen. I ain't interested in going nowhere but to heaven, no map. Don't need no map to get there,
1: anyway.
0: Amen. But God, if we go overseas and get lost, we won't need no map, we just need a cop That's
1: right.
0: You drop, you drop, that's all. Yeah. See, I'm getting scared. I ain't a bit more scared of Black God over there up there than him standing here. If people around here, kill me if they could. Devil would kill me over there if he could. What's the best one? Well, I made that crack about a while ago, about the two-clang crack. He'd like to kill me if he could. Well, he wouldn't do nothing big. Anybody couldn't kill an old back, punch a half dead anyhow. I wouldn't think that was such a big iron, no way, would you? If I couldn't have nothing more than that to brag about, I'd just keep my big mouth shut. Yeah. Somebody said, Oh, whoop that preacher. Well, who would you brag about it to? Go over there and say, you know that old lame, uh, down, burnout out preacher that's about gone, all his contemporaries done, burnout out and gone on out, <laughs> and his back broke and he got off and, and you go over there and tell him, Boy, I just go whooped the lackey. boy wouldn't they? couldn't you stick your chest out? <laughs> I'd be ashamed to tell it. That'd be like getting one of these babies and beating the daylight out of. Amen. Look at me. I'm trying to tell you something, brother. I'm trying to show you. Brother, don't you look at the possibilities of failure. If you do, you'll never stop. You're going to do something like the first thing the devil pick up. Well, on your job, you couldn't do that. In your business, you couldn't do that. Now, now, and besides what you are, you couldn't drive a bus. No. But that's funny. I know some millionaires up there. Indiana that drive buses and buy everybody on the bus a T-bone stake at a $10 crack to get them to ride on something. I ain't got that kind of money. You ain't got that kind of gut if you had the money. You stick it in the bank and draw interest. Hey Amen. Come on now. I'm preaching it. Amen. Thank you, Brother Hugh. I'll tell you this. Brother, you can't look at the possibilities of failure. You, you'll never get them watermelons like that. You can't look at your littleness. It's not your littleness. That's not It's God's business to get the job done. Yeah. Preacher, you know that old scripture of persecution? I might be persecuted. Oh, no, you won't. You will be persecuted. Oh, yeah. God said the world will hate you. And the world will persecute you. I've been in Mount Air 30 years and I'll give you a present of a hundred dollar bill if I have to borrow it, which I don't. If you'll find a man who's been cussed as much as maybe.
1: I'll give you
0: another hundred dollar bill if you'll prove why you did not even try to court another gal. Or I beat a bill. That'd be an easy one to get on most preachers. Most, bless God, some of these preachers run me out of the Bible business. Took my Bibles and sold them, I guess I did, but forgot to bring the money back. That's all right. God take care of me. It's all right. You listen to me. I'm trying to tell you something. You can't look at your persecution. That's a scarecrow. Bless God, I know I'm going to be persecuted. If I didn't get persecuted, I wouldn't be saved, Larry. Don't you sit around feel sorry because the world lets you down, nobody pats you on the back, tells you how to appreciate it. You better be surprised they don't kick the daylights out of you. Now listen to me, folks. Don't let that watermelon pack. Don't let that skier keep you from getting them big old juicy melons. Yonder's that old pretty cannonball of pie, and I need that power. Boy, but there's that skier There's that scarecrow! That he ain't got no life. He ain't got no sense. Can't even move. Just a scarecrow. Look at that old out there. See that old striped Georgian melon? Yeah, that out there, that's that's that uh, joy that you've been wanting. Oh, I'm longing for that joy. Well, go get it, man. Yeah. Get that old scarecrow out of the way. Listen, what I'm trying to say Ladies and gentlemen, you say, preacher, a sermon like that won't help nobody. That's what you think.
1: Everybody ain't
0: like you. You see, I happen to have a doctor friend up in Ransom, Michigan, and he's a shown-up doctor. He didn't go buy his for $50, like a lot of these seventh-grade students
1: did
0: that I know about around here. Hmm? You can get them up more high. Doctor, 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 doctor. Baloney, 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 hound, hound, hound. Mud, 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 stuff. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this boy's a doctor. Dr. Green's a doctor. And you know what? He was backslidden, in pulpit. Church gone to the rocks. And didn't care what he'd done. Had his children all messed up. Had a, had a, ain't nothing been said about two Jesus, we've got to mention it. Had a TV in every room. I know y'all not used to hearing that preached about right here, but they'll start to bring it in. Uh, TV in every room. Boys had ten up girls on the wall. Couldn't get them to do nothing, nothing for nothing. They wouldn't do, go out and do nothing for, in the line of work. They, all they would do is litter and eat candy, popcorn, watch TV like some of you. His home was in a mess. It was a wreck. And he made a mistake, a devilish mistake, not a godly mistake. But he'd come to Whistle, and there was an old lackey evangelist up there. Yeah. And he was a preacher one day up there under a big old tent and a pile of shavings. And that butcher, a uh, less lancing people, drove him in that big car, come in there. And that old mountain preacher started lashing out there and preached on God's watermelon patch And the devil stood he said, My God, what a subject you call that. Where'd that fuck come from? Who ever heard tell of a sermon like that? What could a man get out of that? But you know, when the Holy Spirit got through walking the aisles and looking in people's eyes, I looked back and old Dr. Green, the tears racing down his face. Right. He didn't walk down the aisle, he got on his knees, come called, Crawl up on the altar. Said, live, die, sleep, or swim. I'm going to get them watermelons, live or die. I'm going home. I'm going to straighten out my home. going to straighten out my church. I'm going to straighten them out. I'm going to die trying. You see, he didn't look at his weakness. He didn't look at the persecution. He didn't look at the possibility of failure. He just looked at God and said, Get out of here, them scarecrows, devil. I'm going. He went home. Today, he's got five boys. Preaching the gospel. And I want you to know we had Tim down here. He knows how to do job, too. Amen. Right. <laughs> he's got one girl studying the missionary. <laughs> Amen. And they're just about getting the title of having the strongest church there is in Westminster.
1: Right.
0: How's that now? <laughs> Amen. Why? He saw God's watermelon patch. He saw them watermelons of joy, peace, power that comes from the food of the Spirit, and the devil set up his scarecrow, and he said I'll get on my knees and crawl around that scarecrow. Don't tell me, just because you won't do nothing about it, that ain't no sign somebody somewhere else gonna do something about it. Just because you've heard so much, you can throw it over your shoulder, and you know all the tricks, and you've made up your mind you're going to live for your soul no more. That ain't no sign everybody else going to hell. Amen! I'm telling you something, folks. There's the scarecrow of discouragement. Yes, sir? You get discouraged. You ever get discouraged, folks? Did you hear Brother Rogers been down there two years? fight and pull up. He said, sometimes I cry. And every time I get around him, he don't decide. He said, preacher, now if you'll pray about it, I'd believe your word. I'd take your word. is good if God told me. He said, if God tell you, tell me to come back, I'm coming. You know what I'm talking about? Well, what I'm trying to say is me. Discursed. He said, every time I go this is the last time I'm going to tell a bunch where to get off, and I'm leaving. I'm going back to drive my truck! Discoursement. scarecrow's, scarecrow's. But he learned a little secret. There's scarecrows. are scarecrows. Two years after. He said, Preacher, I've waited through hell two years. That's a long time. i got the news for you. I've been waiting through it 40 years.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm bloody hit. and I'm kind of battle-worn. I'm a little wore out and I'm a little bummed up. But, friends, I don't have no idea of quitting right now. I done found out a lot of scarecrows around. A lot of scarecrows. Right. The devil puts them out. Disciples, they faced the scarecrow. They're supposed to go out and witness. The Lord told them to go do His work. They didn't understand the death and burial and resurrection as you and I did. They didn't understand it. They, they couldn't look back on it like you and I. And he, he the prophet, they didn't understand it. They didn't understand. It. And they still, when he died, they didn't understand. It. They thought he'd come to rule and reign right then. He did if they would have accepted him as they stood out. And it was all confused. And confusion always brings discouragement. And so Jesus died. The disciples said, well, let's go fishing. That's what most of you have been doing ever since, golfing and fishing. Nothing wrong with either one providing you'll do what you're supposed to do for God. But are you? Are you on the field for God? Oh, if you haven't made your resolution, make it tonight. I'm going to get on the field for God. I'm going to do what God left me here to do. You say, well, preacher, with all those scarecrows, and he puts them out there, what shall we do about these scarecrows? Well, first of all, hunt them up. If you find the scarecrow, you know there's a watermelon around packed somewhere. If you find a scarecrow, you say, well, it's bound to be a watermelon patch around here. There wouldn't be no scarecrow. Just hunt them up. Uh, that's a good sign. Amen? When the devil begins to put up blockades and stoppages and red lights and scarecrows, you say, well, bless God, i got to make that because there's bound to be a watermelon patch over there somewhere. Amen? Amen? Number two, Listen. They can't hurt you, no man. Who ever been hurt with an old straw dummy? They can't bite you kick the kitchen. no Do nothing else. Old steer can't hurt you. Just, just push them out of the way. You say, how do you do that? By faith. you just say, now listen, you can put it by my handicap, my little my possibility of failure, by circumstances, anything you want to, I know through Jesus Christ it's possible to do anything He wants me to do. Look out, here you go, I'm a out. Man, how can it when not go on? They can't hurt you no more. They can't really hurt you, really, sure enough, they can only do what God will allow them to do and whatever He'll allow them to do, He'll let happen anyway. I know when Baby Jan was real small, she was a little tiny thing. I guess about the size of Roger's little old gal that he's got. I never will forget it, and I played with her. And I'd get down on the floor, and, and I'd, I'd be a dog one time we played, and I'd be a bear the next, and I'd be a lion the next time, and I'd pray. I'd try to run her down on the floor, and I'd get after on my hands and knees, and Here we go. You know, she'd run from me. Them little legs. Boy, she'd just bounce around that room. And one night, I was playing like I was a bear. And I said, I'm going to get you. I said, and she just laughed and run. And I run after her. And I just kept going around and around. And I hemmed her up in the corner. And bless God, it become real to her. And she started screaming. She ah! was But all of a sudden, she happened to think, you know what she done? She run like right up to me, grabbed me around her neck, and shook me and said, you really ain't no bear, are you? Push him out of the way. You remember where that got in your apartment one night? You really ain't no bear. So just go on. Ain't really no bear. Bear to the party. And don't start next Sunday. You'll be backed up again, but it? start right now. While you got this red blood stirred up, while you've been in ten nights of revival, what God wants to do, start at it. Forget your failures. You're a failure anyhow. Forget the circumstances. There's a lot worse than you. Either. Forget your littleness. You're not doing it in your strength. You're doing it in God. Or forget any scare cold. Forget persecution. God's grace is sufficient to bear, even under death. dead. Tear the cross. Do it tonight. God help you. Accept the man. Accept the grain of corn. Fall on the ground and die. It'll buy us alone. But set up the tile. It'll bring forth much more. So tonight, die. Die, brother, die. You only die. You'll be glad. Die. Die to your popularity and you'll be glad. Die to the world and you'll be glad to hear Die to those that say your friends, but keep you from doing your best for God. You'll be glad to hear The Lord said, pay no attention. Get in my watermelon patch. It's my patch. And I gave it to you. And he said, it's a, it's a gift that comes with the Holy Spirit. let me fill your life and enjoy the grapes of Esco, the cannonballs of power, the melons of God's grace, and of course all the other that goes with it. Walk in Canaan. You can, don't let scarecrows keep you out of Canaan, folks. Start, don't, and if you put it off tonight, It'll be a lot easier to talk you out of it next Sunday night. Be a whole lot harder to do. Just say, Lord, live, die, sink or swim. Here I come. You really ain't no bear no more, devil. Amen. That's follow
1: it. We're going to